Welcome back in 3HL on 104.5 The Zone on location. We're in New York City on the USS Intrepid Sea, Air, and Space Museum. It is the 122nd Army-Navy game coming up tomorrow, and uh, we continue the role of guest. Tiki Barber, former New York Giant running back, and uh, we were talking about Virginia Cavaliers stuff, too, uh, before we hit record. Tiki, welcome, man. How are you? I am fantastic. Good to see you guys. Yes. Uh, any interest in becoming the head coach at Virginia? <laughs> I tried to get my former teammate, Anthony Poindexter, into that job, yes. but... I guess there uh, were rumblings about uh, that. No, I think they had talks. He was at the National For- uh, uh, Football Foundation event yeah. in Las Vegas to get inducted to the College Football Hall of Fame. Obviously, you guys know he's one of the great college football players ever. Yeah. Until um, he tore up his knee and talks just broke down, and he decided to stay at at Penn State. Now I get it. He's going to be the DC because Brent Pry has gone to Virginia Tech. Yeah. Uh, my my parents' alma mater, so I don't hate them that badly. Um, but I, I don't. I, we as alum, we wanted Poindexter. We wanted Dex so badly. And I get that it might not be the right time, and I trust Carla Williams, our AD, to figure it out. But uh, the surprise Bronco resignation yeah. uh, left us kind of grasping. Yeah. And Dex just felt like the perfect person to hold on to and bring it to the fold. So that, I've, that's I've not going to happen. I've told people that haven't been to a game at Virginia to, to – kind of try to get that done because it's such a cool campus that's right with all the history and everything but when you drive up on uh next to the football stadium it's in a hole that's right like it's below the street level so that's really cool and all i think all i thought about when i when i drove by there uh and this has been a minute but was uh was uh Beating Florida State and right. Hunt and all that back right. in the day. So. Back in 95. Were, right. were you a definite Virginia guy no, coming out of high no. school? How, was, how did that go? So we actually were a Penn State. We wanted to go to Penn State. But their offensive coordinator um, left and went and took the head coaching job at Wake Forest. And so we stopped getting recruited. And so we were like, wait, what happened? Uh, and, then, and then Michigan became, Michigan became the front runner because I was into engineering. I wanted to be an astronaut. So Michigan has one of the great engineering schools. And their uh, running back coach was recruiting us. And our trip got snowed out. Like, he called us and said, you guys can't come. There's too much snow. And we're like, For right, those that don't know, that, that's yeah. he's got a twin brother. So when he's talking about yeah. us, he's yeah, yeah. Yes. talking right. about himself. And so we're like, all right, that's not going to happen. It's and, then, and then we went to Virginia. And it was gorgeous, man. Yeah. It's in the middle yeah. of one of the most historic places. Obviously, Thomas Jefferson found it. Monticello is there, and you know, on the rotunda, there's wine. I mean, it was just, it was unbelievable. Dave Matthews Band. Dave Matthews Band <laughs> playing in tracks when I was when I was a second year. By the way, we That's call it, we call it, we call it grounds, not campus. Yeah. Uh, so on grounds, you're like you have so many things to do. That's and crazy. Like we we got home and we called and Coach Wells and we committed. That's how we ended up at Virginia. Wow. Okay, but parents were they like? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Virginia well, Tech here. Well, Hold on. So it's an interesting story. So my mom and dad were divorced when we were young, like two. Um, but my dad was a star at Virginia Tech in the day, and he was yeah. roommates with Bruce Arians. Uh, they were the first black-white uh, roommates in on sports history at Virginia Tech. Wow. So I have pictures with Bruce when I was a baby. Like, yeah. he's, he's fam to us. And now he's down in Tampa, obviously, yeah. with the Buccaneers as a champion. And uh, my brother's down there still. Yeah. Uh, but my mom, when they got divorced, moved right up the road to Roanoke. And we grew up in Roanoke. I didn't really know my father. Um, I knew that he played as I got older at Virginia Tech. And we spent so much time up there in Blacksburg just going to games. She still had family uh, or friends that were there, basketball games. We were in track up there. But when it came time, I think, honestly, we didn't want to follow my dad's steps, footsteps as an athlete. Yeah. And so we went the other way. Now, you fast forward. I have a great relationship with my father. I reconnected 
probably about seven years ago. I have a half-brother and half-sister. They're all out in Oklahoma. He's a, he's a minister now, or at least he works at Oral Roberts oh. as, the, uh, as the dean of field study and a professor of theology out there. He's, he's just really got his life right. And uh, we connected at the right time. So I, I love now his number 42 at Virginia Tech. But back then, I didn't. <laughs> That's interesting, huh? <laughs> Let me ask you this. The parody that you had in the ACC at that time, yeah. do you think you guys get back to there um, in the ACC as a whole? I, I think not? it's coming, man. You know, yeah. so it's interesting because Florida State could never lose. Right. Right. Everybody else was about the same right? <laughs> yeah, back, in yep. the, back in the, in the 90s. Yep. Florida State couldn't lose. We beat them, and then it kind of felt like, all right, Virginia can beat If Virginia can beat them, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. we, we, we can beat yeah. them. And so people, the recruiting started to pick up, and it was partly because you get to play Florida State mm-hmm. and get a chance to try to beat them. And then other teams started to beat them. We saw that. It kind of flipped for Clemson the same way. Yep. For, I don't know, last half a decade, it was like, man, nobody can beat Clemson in the mm-hmm. ACC until you lose a couple of those superstar quarterbacks. And now right. teams, are, I was at the NC State game. NC State beat them, yeah. right? And it's <laughs> yeah. like, all right, now we can, the parity is coming back. And that yeah. happens when you get powers and conferences. Eventually, you know, people tend to catch up. And I feel like that's where Virginia is. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Virginia is, but also Pitt and North Carolina and NC right. State. Um, they benefited this year in particular, though, because so many of the quarterbacks, as you guys know, were veteran. Mm-hmm. They're upperclassmen. They're fourth years and fifth years. And so you got an experienced quarterback who's not afraid of the moment right. against whoever, yep. Clemson, it doesn't matter. Um, you can win those games. New York Giants all-time leading rusher Tiki Barber with us at Tiki Barber on Twitter. Check him out there, Tiki and Tierney on the CBS Sports Network, 2 to 5 locally on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, we've got you. We have to ask you about the Titans. So people in Nashville are consumed with – the thought that national media looks at the Titans in a certain maybe negative way. <laughs> or doesn't look at them at all. You cover the NFL on a national level. I'm curious to get your take on Mike Vrabel and the program that he has yeah. in, in the Titans yeah. this year. So I love Mike Vrabel. I think yeah. he's a great coach. I think he's he, he he's got it right with his team, building building a culture and the locker room, um, the methodology to winning, all, all that good stuff. But we know how this seat league works. It's all about having that difference-making star. And for the Tennessee Titans, it's Derrick Henry. And, you know, up until he got hurt this year, I mean, maybe even after he comes back at some point, whether that's in the postseason, if they make it, or, or next year, if he keeps on the trajectory, he's a Hall of Famer already. You know, he's, just, he's done things that people just don't do. Coming from uh, a running back. That's right. Yeah. And, and I appreciate him. I, yeah. I appreciate the fact that in the four-minute drill, where you're just trying to hold on to the football, he hits his head on goalpost. You know what I mean? Right? That type of player is dynamic. So you lose him, what happens? It puts a lot of pressure on your quarterback. And I like Ryan Tannehill. Um, I think he's a, he's, a, he's a really good quarterback, but he's not a top five, top ten quarterback. And when you're not that kind of player, you start passing the ball over uh, uh, too much, not dissimilar to Jimmy Garoppolo with the 49ers, bad things start to happen. And we've seen it with the multiple interceptions in the last few yeah. games. And so I think it's a product of not having your dependable star is why that's this negative connotation wraps around uh, the Tennessee Titans. And it's not a bad thing. I think it's the reality for almost every team in the National Football League. Your star goes down. Your guy <laughs> who you depend on, Carolina Panthers, you guys know. Yeah. Chris McCaffrey yeah. goes out. They're, they're a shell. Yeah. Like, yeah. They were one of the best teams in football the first three weeks of the season. Number one defense. Offense was dynamic. Chris, uh, C-Mac goes down, yep. they're a shell. So it's not unique to the Tennessee Titans. It's just the reality 
of the NFL. There he is. He's Tiki Barber at Tiki Barber. Give him a follow on Twitter. Great to see you, man. Likewise, guys. You're Be good, killing man. it, man. Appreciate you. I can't wait you. to go down to Nashville again. I have fun when I go down there. <laughs> hey, can, can, can I does. ask him something real quick? Uh, uh, Tiki, deal with her. Yeah, yeah. Let, let, me, let me ask you. The transition from football yeah. to where you were now, and you even went to Broadway, like yeah, yeah. this wide range, man, that you that you tapping into. Honestly, bro, it's New York. Okay. It's just New York. There's opportunities. There's opportunities everywhere. Right. But in New York, it's like literally right next to you. Yeah. Right? yeah. So you got to be blind not to see it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so I lived in the city, and so all these things just kind of came my way, and I was never one to say no. Yeah. Even if I was you know, potentially going to fail at it, I just tried it. Yeah. And um, so I was doing media for a long time, probably half my career, more yeah. than half my career. Mm-hmm. So when I left the game, I, it was easy to step right into it. So you just got to find those opportunities. A lot of athletes don't think about it. Yeah. I think they are more now. Right. But back in my – they just weren't thinking about it. They what would thinking. you do with these NILs in place like this? What, what would you oh, do? Oh, man, you know I have an identical <laughs> twin. We would have crushed <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, crushed exactly. it. Yeah. No doubt. No one would have crushed it. No doubt. No doubt. Still crushing that. I think you're on Twitter. Thank you, Tiki. Good to see you, man. Good to see you guys. Appreciate it. All right, more 3HL coming up. Stay tuned on 104.5 The Zone.